1: Father God, our Father, we come one more time in this meeting, O oh Lord, asking your blessing upon it, O oh Lord. Thanking you, Lord, that you allowed us to wake up to another day today, O oh Lord. Asking that we know that we can do nothing of ourselves, but through you, O oh Lord, we can do all things. So we come to see, Lord, asking that you would open our hearts and our minds, that we might get a better understanding of these, your words. These and so many blessings we pray in your name. Amen. 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 Uh, this evening lesson, it starts in Matthew, the 11th chapter, the 7th through the 19th verse, and it's talking about vindicating wisdom. When you think about what uh, these chapters has to do with, it's basically talking about Jesus and John the Baptist. Uh, Jesus and John the Baptist have a very special connection in that their mothers are cousins. And when uh, Mary first found out that she was uh, don't conceive a son, she headed out to Elizabeth's house. And when she got to Elizabeth's house uh, and, and her and Elizabeth greeted each other, John, who was six months uh, uh, in, in his mother's womb, jumped. In other words, he recognized who Jesus was and when uh John was baptizing at the River Jordan, it is John that said, "Behold the Lamb of God." so he knew who jesus was and, and 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 uh evidently they when you think about it, they probably grew up together but john and, and and the preceding verses have been uh captured and and thrown into jail because he spoke out, and John was a very outspoken uh, 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 prophet Spoke out against what Herod had did When he took his brother's wife And John was thrown in the jail John is at death row And even though uh, John knows who Jesus was And he knows uh, uh, Have a very in-depth insight About Jesus He has When, when we get in our, 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 our Down state Sometime our fate began to fail on us. And John uh has one of those moments, so he sends his disciples to Jesus. And he, he tells uh, his disciples to ask Jesus, Is he the one or should we look for another? And Jesus says tell his disciples, he says, Go back to John and tell John that the the blind thief, the lame walk, the lepers are clean, the 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 deaf hearer. The dead are raised up, and the poor preach the gospel. And so uh, this lesson picks up at that particular point. Now, he just said, uh, it says, and they departed, verse 7. And, and what he's talking about there is it's those are John's disciples that has departed. And when you think about uh, what has happened, probably... Uh, the people that have been following John the Baptist now has a different view of, of, of John and, and what he's about. And, but Jesus steps in to defend the greatest prophet that ever lived. Jesus steps in and, and began to tell a multitude about who John really was. And Jesus starts out by saying, uh, said until the multitude concerning John, what went you out to see in the wilderness? In other words, what brought you out here to see? Uh, uh, he started to question their motive. What What did you come out here for? Uh, uh, what did you come for? Was it a reed shaking with the wind? And and what he's talking about there is, is a, uh, a a reed is is a, is a cane that 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 blows in the wind and it makes kind of a noise. Uh, he said, "Is that what you come out here to see?" Uh, and of course, they didn't come to see that. And he says, and John had kind of a way of preaching. That many believe that he swung back and forth and made great gestures, uh, like like the wind blowing a cane. But but he said that's not what you come out here to see. He said, but what did you come out here to see? A man clothed in soft raiment, in other words, uh, did you come out here to see uh, uh, a guy dressed a certain way? Uh, uh, behold. They they wear soft clothing or in the king houses. In other words, if you come out here to see somebody all dressed up and and and, and looking uh, a certain way, you came to the wrong place. He said that ain't what you came out here for. You didn't come out here for that, and it makes us question what was uh, in modern times. If you if you try to uh, apply this to the way we are now, uh, it's, it's like what did you come to church for? Did you come to church to see what how Sister Mitchell was dressed this Sunday? Uh, did you did you come to see is is, is the uh, old Sister Child is she gonna lose her hair when when she's shouting? Uh, did you come so you could talk about what everybody else did? What did you come to church for? Uh, and Jesus says, uh, you didn't come to see a man clothed in soft raining. You didn't come to see uh, the wind shaking. Uh, behold, uh, the ones that were that fancy do that, they, they in the they in the king's palace. You didn't have to come out here to see that. Uh so he, he questioned their motives for being there. He said, But what did you come out here to see? Verse 9. He said, He said, A prophet. Yeah, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. In other words, John the Baptist is is the greatest prophet in that all the other prophets talked about. Christ as somebody that's that's coming in the future and 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 they actually didn't live to see Christ, but John the Baptist is actually when he's talking about the uh, the coming of Christ he's talking about somebody that that he knows he's only six months or so younger than him, so he knows who he is, so he's not only talking about uh Christ but he is uh. He he can say, that's him right there. He can actually identify Christ. And when you think about what he said, both of them uh, have their uh, beginning way back in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, you hear about uh, uh, Isaiah and Malachi and many of the old prophets talked about the coming of Christ. And Isaiah talked about a, a forerunner. One crying in the wilderness, uh, uh, make way for the for the Christ. So they're both uh, talked about in the Old Testament, and now here they are. They are actually, prophets actually talked about these two guys, and now you got uh, the prophet John uh, talking about who Christ is, and and John, when you talk about how what he is, John is kind of the person that that introduced the speaker. In other words, he's the one that stands up and says. This is the Christ. And he says that at the mm-hmm. River Jordan. He said, "Behold, uh, the Lamb of God." In other words, and make way. He's telling people to get ready because the Christ is coming. But he says one very important thing that that that, that uh, sometimes I think we forget about. He says that I must decrease so he can increase. Mm-hmm. And when we study this. Uh, Bible and when and, and, and Dr. Walls is one that really keeps reminding us that so much about what we do is about God's assignment on our life. John the Baptist had an assignment. His assignment was to make way to uh the coming of Christ. In other words, he was to go before him and in other words, uh, uh tell everybody about him coming. Uh he was he that was his that was his mission to do that. Now when your when your assignment is finished, uh then God many times can uh call you on home because you done did what he asked you to do. And virtually it's what he's doing to John the Baptist is, is is for him to go come on and for Christ to increase the way God wants him to increase, John the Baptist is gonna leave the scene. So John is in prison, and, and we all know that uh, Herodiah's uh, uh, daughter danced before him, and, and John is beheaded. And that's what happened to John, but uh, uh, Jesus is defending John. Jesus uh, asked the question a third time, what did you come out here to see? And he says, there's never been a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Uh, uh, now, John was, when you think about how bold John was, John preached. He he went in, when I just told you about how he stood up against the king, uh, Herod is is the king of Israel, and and John stands up to him and lets him know that what you did was wrong. You took your brother's wife. John is a very outspoken and and strong-willed prophet, and he does not uh, go by what uh, people expect him to do. So he's not favored by the religious leaders. Verse ten says, "For what is he of whom is the written? Behold, I send my messenger before my face, which shall prepare the way before thee." And I just talked to you about uh, what what John the Baptist was doing. Verily, I say unto you that uh, born of women there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. In other words, Christ says. This is my man. It ain't nobody greater than, than John the Baptist. Uh, and, and, and he could have left it alone without saying nothing. But but Christ wanted the people to know that, see, if you accept John the Baptist, you also could accept Christ. And if if, if he let uh, people have a bad impression of who John is, then they're they, they probably not going to accept his message either. But this is whom it is written. Jesus is in the, 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 the unique position that John the prophet of God is saying about Christ. So John is doing what he's appointed to him to do. Isaiah four and 3 and Malachi 3 and 1 talks about uh, what John the Baptist is going to be for Christ. Uh, so he says, i send my messenger before your face. You send him- it Before the He says, behold. Uh, teaches us that, that, that there's an urgency that, that, that we need to get ready for. Uh, and I send my messenger, teaches us who is doing the sending. God sent John the Baptist. And, and and before your face, teaches us that among the peace of preaching, primarily the Jews, informing them that the Messiah is at hand, which shall support shall you. That thy ways before thee. It's speaking of Christ. In other words, Christ is the it's what we are all about. That's what John the Baptist is trying to get them to see that the, the, the Messiah has finally arrived. And he talks about, again, about how I say unto you that there's none greater than John the Baptist. And whom the days of John the Baptist, until now the kingdom of heaven, suffered violently. And, and, and John is really letting you know that what he is, is uh, putting before the people is a good example of what Christ is going to be like. John uh, uh, preaches the same gospel that that Christ is going to preach. And John is going to suffer a horrible death, just as Christ is going to suffer a horrible death. So uh, what he's putting before the people is the same thing that that, that Christ is going to put before. For all the prophets in the law, uh, Prophesized until John. So all that they were talking about in the Old Testament, there's so many references to Christ in the Old Testament uh, that uh, John is, is, is talking about now. John uh, fulfills what is what Old Testament says about Christ. And John is, is the last prophet of all the prophets. He is the last one. And he's the only one in the New Testament. Not the, the book of uh, Revelation is, is a book of prophecy, but John is the last prophet. Uh, he's, a, he's a prophet of the New Testament. So John is fulfilled. All that the Old Testament says about him and Jesus is fulfilled in him. And and the New Testament, he is the only one. Again, he is the only one in the New Testament. Uh, comments from anybody.
2: Not right
1: now. Okay. All right. So John is telling me if you receive him, uh, if you receive John the Baptist, then you then you you can receive Christ. Uh, Elijah. He talks about it coming him in in the spirit of Elijah, uh, and they talking about uh, Elijah, all the things that Elijah went through. Uh, uh, you know how Elijah bellowed the 400 prophets and how he was fed by uh, uh, the raven while he was in the, in the wilderness by the brook. So all those things that that uh, uh, Elijah went to, John the Baptist is kind of the same thing. John the Baptist ate uh, uh, locusts and, and, and lived based by oh, Lucas, uh, off of... Uh, basically anything. He did not uh, uh, eat the tradition of diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it verse 15 that says, who has ears to hear, let him hear. Mm-hmm. In other words, these words, if you really want to understand it, this is where wisdom come in. If you really want to uh, 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 understand Christ, listen to the words that John is preaching. Listen to the words that Christ is uh, Give a special attention. Uh, to what they are saying. In other words, don't be that seed that fell by the wayside and father there or divide up. But be that one that took good ground and and, and uh, enjoyed the word of God. The next section deals with the rejection of Jesus and John and the vindication of wisdom. And so uh, Jesus says in verse 16, but hereunto shall I lack this." generation, in other words, what kind of people are you? Uh, jesus knowing the heart of the generation and how they rejected both him and John jesus said they, uh, they like cheering in their heart and and contemplate how he will describe them. He said, uh, you like cheering in the marketplace uh sitting and calling at their, their fellows and and speaking like child and playing like children. I cannot roles but you're really not in, uh, committed to them. In other words, you're really not committed to the gospel. Oh, you can come to church on Sunday and, and, and sit on the front row, but you're really not committed uh, to the word of God. So he, he, he's cracking them to their heart and saying, uh, quit faking it and, and get right. And he says, uh, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. In other words, we have told you all that you need to know. Uh, uh we have uh we have put it out here before you and, and you you played games, but you really didn't get into it. He said, I mourn unto you, and you have not lamented uh, in, uh, in other words uh we have we like a funeral procession and and, and you know and, and you just mimic what's going on, but you ain't really got into it well, he said and then he goes on to a personal thing and he talks about ha uh Jesus often said about uh, they called Jesus a wine and, uh, and and one that uh, uh, communicated with the Pharisees and uh, and uh, went to leverage party. But Jesus says about John the Baptist, he says, I don't know how I can make you happy. He said. John the Baptist need to eat and not drink. John the Baptist didn't drink and he didn't didn't eat the food or and, and and go to the generals or any of those things, and you find problems with him. And he says, uh, uh, the Son of Man come eating and drinking, and behold, you call him gluttonous and a wine business, a friend of Republican and sinners. He says, so no matter what we do, whether it be me or John, uh, you're gonna find something wrong with. It. It lets us know that even when we are trying to uh, 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 live uh, uh, a kind of life that that that, that uh, God would be proud of, there's going to be somebody that's going to find fault with you, and and and, and it's somehow it's not going to please somebody. Uh, but he, Jesus says unto them, uh, no matter what I do, it's not going to make you happy. Because you are not right in your own heart, Uh, so Wilson is teaching us that in in these lessons that we got to get ourselves right uh, before we can even uh, begin uh, to worship Him and true worship, in other words, really worship Him from our heart. I miss
3: from anybody. Brother Teacher, and if you look around today, you see so much turmoil that's going on in the world. And me personally, I think it's a smoke screen to take people's focus off of the main issue, and that's to get back to God. You know, you see a lot of negative stuff that's going on, and it's easy to get caught up in all the negative stuff. It's real easy to get caught up in it and take your focus off of God. But God wants us to see, you know, it's a bigger picture than what we see in front of us. We have to look at things from a spiritual standpoint. You know, God is still God, and God is still in the same place we live. We leave God. He don't leave us. So, you know, a lot of turmoil that's going on around us is to take our focus off of God and to get us caught up in the uh negative stuff I was sharing with a young lady today. I try so hard not to look at the news all the time. I try so hard not to watch those numbers because it's depressing. It's yeah. depressing in the time that I spend focusing on all of the turmoil that's going on in the world, that's time I could be spending with God.
1: Well, when you think about it, uh, he, he's talking about, you got two classes of people. You got the spirit that nothing can can make them happy. Uh, and, and when I think of our president, when whenever anything go wrong, he just says, oh, Obama called it. Uh, and that's his way. I criticize at Obama, and and, and 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 so that's how that's an easy way out for him. But but uh, there are there are two kinds of people: those that criticize everything, and those that are wise and let the word God govern their life. Mm-hmm. And if the world God governs your life, uh, you have a way of looking at things different uh, than than somebody that just. Uh, caught up in, in being a critic, so yeah. we, we have to realize that. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
3: No, 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 I didn't say nothing.
1: If you're a true follower of Christ, then uh, you cannot reject his teaching, uh, and call yourself a follower. That's what many of or uh, the uh, people that they wanted to do. They wanted to say they was a the follower of his, but didn't reject his teaching. Uh, mm-hmm. They want to say that they was, uh, John were the one of John the Baptist's disciples, but didn't want to uh, obey what John was teaching. Uh, so many times we want to say that we're Christians and we live in a certain kind of life, but we're not following God's teaching. Uh, we're making our own rules about things uh, We say well, <laughs> God didn't really mean that uh, He's not really saying that We start getting our own These vague interpretations uh, 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 Of what uh, He's really trying to teach us When we go out on a limb And say well And, and this points to it By by. Uh, when I talk about again About the consignment that God has For uh, John the Baptist. So many times we might have a preacher, and I hear so many people talking about uh, oh, Reverend, whatever, he 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 can't pastor no more. He doesn't got too old. He don't understand the congregation. In other words, many of the time, what they're actually saying when they say that is, because this, if that pastor is following Christ, then he'll have to understand that, that congregation, because that congregation is asking for to live a kind of life that's uh that's opposite of what Christ wants him to uh to preach. In other words, uh here he, uh, God guy said, well this guy preach every Sunday about uh unmarried women and, and how they're shacking and stuff. And he asked him, Well, has there been a lot of people in the church like that? Everybody. Ain't nobody married. Well they living with somebody well that's why he's preaching those sermons. Because uh, he's trying to get you to see that you're living a uh, ungodly life. So many times we're asking, saying we're uh, Christian, but we want to live another way. And Christ is saying, "Don't do that. Don't do that. You, if you're God, you're living by my principles, then you ought to behave in a godly way." Comments I from anybody. So many decisions that we make in life. Uh, again, we might have to go back to that verse. What would Jesus do? And 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 then make that decision. Because uh, every decision that feels good to us ain't always the right decision to make. What feels good to man is not always what God would have us do. Is I believe that, that verse says, what well, seems righteous with a man is not righteous with God. i
4: guess
1: everybody worked too hard today,
3: huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. You know, a lot of times, and I say it all the time, you know, to justify the sin, new laws are created. Not all the time, but a lot of times, some of the things that go on that is wrong, okay, we'll just create a law to justify it so we'll please people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. We'll make a law. <laughs> if we have to, we'll make a law that says it's all right. And that's man's law, though, but that's not God's law. Any other comments.
2: Thank you, uh, everything well said. Uh I didn't uh not make any excuses. We didn't have a Sunday school book yet, yeah, they hadn't came in, but nevertheless, I had a great lesson this one this evening. I keep saying morning. But I, I go back to where we started off. I is asking uh John this is uh John the Baptist asked about Jesus and we already know that how John the Baptist uh he was the one that prepared the way for him and John the Baptist uh like you said was a forerunner but look how this lesson started out in this lesson in this scenery is saying that how people come and, and what are their motives and uh what they come for. And uh that's why we always say uh that Uh, We all, when we come to the house of God, we all have one motive, and that is to give God the praise And because uh, I don't know about you all or anybody, a lot of times I had a hard week and that's when I get my relief because uh, not only at the church, but I can get it at the house also, but it's just something about assembling ourselves together we can get our relief and get our, uh, uh, because it's something about, uh, coming together on one accord. And that's why, uh, when you read about how Peter and John, they went up together and when you go up together and, uh, you be on one accord, you can establish something. But yet back at the lesson, it says how, uh, what they come out there, what their motive is. And I pray to God, all our motive is, uh, on the same thing. Our motive is to, uh, lift up Jesus. And then it says in this lesson how that uh, he that have an ear, let him hear. And I thank God that he gave us two ears and one mouth. A lot of times we need to listen more than we speak uh, because uh, that's where your wisdom will come in and we learn how to listen because I don't care who you are, and I said it today, that uh, we we can learn from everybody. Everybody can teach somebody. So I don't care what your age limit is, uh, the old need the young and the young need the old. So all of us need each other. So that's let's, uh, let, uh, let's understand my brothers and sisters that uh, uh, we always say, well, I'd have been down that road, but sometimes it ain't the same road that I'm trying to go. It, it could be a different uh, avenue, but yet you can pray for me. Yet, sometime in life that when you go down that road, uh, same thing may not be there when I get there, but then you uh, have that wisdom to tell me that uh, some things in life that we uh, have uh, accomplished a lot by uh, helping one another that let us know that, hey, uh, yes, uh, I once was young, but now I'm old, never seen the righteous was taken on a seed, begging with bread. But we got to understand, my brother and sister, that John was uh, preparing the way for Jesus, and we all prepared the way for our young people. And now, when our young people are at us, also, so all of us can uh, listen to somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. And Jesus is coming there back. And Jesus is coming back again. So mm-hmm. we got to get prepared for His return.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we all be getting prepared now. For his return, just like John the Baptist was preparing the way. We got to prepare the way again because he's coming back.
4: Mm-hmm. And we'll pop.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I like to
4: say we need to prepare the way, prepare the way in our hearts. More important, Most importantly, right away, to prepare ourselves so then we can help prepare others for sure. Uh, Cause we are losing our way, and, and and some of the things that we do, we losing our time and our focus. I Man, I, like today, I forgot my focus on make sure I make this meeting. But if we lose our focus right now, uh, who like you said, Jesus is coming back. Which a lot of times we do, we worry about trying to get a blessing, and not remembering that the blessing is that He is returning. That's where the true blessing is going to come.
3: That's true. That's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's easy to get so wrapped up on something else and lose the main focus.
1: Mhm. Amen. Amen. Any hey, other family, problems? how
4: y'all doing?
0: Yeah, just. Uh... What? I'm sorry, go ahead. Who was that? This is
4: Chris asking, how's everyone doing? I'm sorry I was late.
5: Oh, okay.
0: Oh, hey, Chris. Okay. I'm doing good. I was yeah, about to good. say, uh, uh, Brother Wade, that, uh, you know, kind of my, I'm sitting there, I'm digesting everything you said and the scripture here. But I kind of just kind of summarize it. Kind of my takeaways is, you know, on the motivation piece, right, it's kind of like don't, you know, don't talk about it. You got to. In some ways you got to be about it like what's what's the reason right, right. like that motivation for for being at church was the example that was used and you know yeah. the other big takeaway is is uh, as you right. said it's not what you would want to do but what would god want you to do and
5: yeah
0: what um yeah. and let that guide your decision making and sometimes and i'll be the first to attest that is really hard to do but but that's something that we can't lose sight of. And throughout this whole lesson, I think the other takeaway is be more like John, right? And, and strive to be where uh, you're talked about in terms of your life, like, like he was. And uh, so I still got to study the scripture a little bit here, but that was my takeaways. And thanks for breaking the lesson down for us like that. Appreciate it.
3: Amen.
2: Uh, uh, I want to kind of piggyback back on uh, what we were saying here uh, when we were saying uh, what would Jesus do. And my my mind go back to the scripture and then go back to uh, what our teacher taught us in Bible college. Uh, He broke it down. He shared with us one night and uh, it's just like a connection. And we always say, what would Jesus do? uh in a situation then you think about what he would do then you would do it uh he told us that in a a connection like that uh be like paul i I think i say a lot of times let this mind be in you that is also in christ jesus in other words if you realize what would jesus Mm -hmm. do you got to first of all have that connection and have that relationship with him and the bible to try the spirit by the spirit and that goes, and he was sharing, it breaks it down, that's just like in the absence of, uh, say, your husband or your wife or your pastor and your deacon, you ought to be so connected that you ought to be able to trust one another that you say, well, I, I, I feel strongly that this is what they would do if they was here in this situation. So so if you got a connection and you have that fellowship and you had a relationship, first of all the relationship, then the fellowship comes. And first of all, in order to have a relationship, you gotta have that wisdom, then you gotta have also you got to have that uh uh knowledge and you gotta have that word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So all that is connected into all this when you say, What would Jesus
1: do? Well yeah, when you when you when you said it, What would Jesus do? If you don't know Jesus, you don't Mm -hmm. know what Jesus would do. Right,
2: right. That's what I'm saying. You got to have that connection,
1: yes. You got to know him.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You got to know the word.
2: Uh, That's where a personal relationship come in.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Any other comments?
5: Okay, it hot. Good evening, everyone.
4: Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes. We're
5: present. We're just uh, out eating, so I had it muted. But well okay. said, everyone. Good point.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You got enough for me to eat, too? Okay.
5: Where's the birthday
2: girl? <laughs> yeah, where's the birthday girl? Where's the
5: birthday girl? She's-
3: She's here. Happy birthday, Sister King. Hey, all right.
5: <laughs>
3: thank you. Happy
4: mm. birthday, Florida. Yeah, I think she got Happy a birthday she got, to you. Yeah. She
5: said, she's saying thank you. I got an earpiece in. <laughs> oh, okay. And she got a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, so, uh, well said, everyone. Thank you. Oh,
2: okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh I, that's what I uh I wanna uh say to us. Thank God we, we ought to tell the Lord thank you on that behalf because and uh and I think sister Mitchell and all of us have said all the time, thank you, Brother Anthony, for this conference uh uh called hookup because no matter where you at, you can come online, and, okay. and I thank God for that. That that that's a that technology is something else. So we just we thank God for that.
5: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen.
5: Uh, Amen Deacon, for that. All right,
2: uh, Deacon Wade, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, uh, I believe you're closing out, but I just want to say to each and every one of you uh, continue uh, to pray for me because of my task uh, this coming weekend. Uh, yes, it is gonna be a tough task, but I know God is able. Uh, 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 I won't be in attendance, Sister so Mitchell will, and I wanna to say to the church, yes, uh, some young men had asked and they had stepped up and uh, they wanted to take this challenge uh, for us. And uh, Brother Anthony, Uh, Brother Cooks and Brother uh, Jason, they wants to be uh, in, uh, uh, do our lesson for us on Sunday morning. So I thank God for the three that wants to step up and do that for us on Sunday morning in my absence. Uh, They had called and they had asked and uh, they wanted to take the weight off of me. So I uh, said, yes. So I thank them for their willingness and their dedication. Uh, I will be praying for y'all. They would do it at the normal time, at the 10 o'clock hour. So uh, y'all pray for us. I will be in Louisiana, so y'all pray for me as I pray for you all. And I know it would be good. Uh, Yes, I will get a report, because I know Sister Mitchell will tell me. She's not going to be able to go with me, but uh, she's praying for me, so. Uh, And I'm praying for the Walnut Grove family, and I hope you continue to lift me in prayer as I do for you each and every day. Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: Oh, we're praying for you, Pastor. And the three Hebrew boys. Hey
4: <laughs> will meet I'm me, not like that name, bro.
2: <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> yeah. well well on, on, uh, that's a good one, just in uh but I thought about. Larry, Curly, and Mo, because they some <laughs> short, some tall, and they all medium. So I, I look at that. Yeah, cook, cook, see, I think Cook would be the short one. Amen. Amen.
4: No, Jason, yeah. Jason this is
2: uh, maybe
4: an inch under me. Okay. <laughs> so uh, way,
2: uh uh the way those young men that had, had called and asked, that they wanted to take that challenge, and I thank God that they – they want to take the weight off us, so we thank God for some more men that are stepping up at the Walnut Grove family. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: I, I, are we gonna have a discussion? I, are we gonna have a discussion after? Are we gonna have a discussion after the meeting, or are we gonna talk individually later? With uh, oh, uh, okay. uh, uh, Chris and uh, Jason, we'll we'll
2: I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll get with y'all right after this. Okay. Perfect. Amen. Amen. And to uh the young men, I I, I uh as soon as I can I make sure I have a lot of praise <laughs> him, and i make you a sandwich so we'll eat a meal together.
0: <laughs> Amen. Look forward to it.
2: Okay. All right, if there's no other <laughs> announcements or anything else. Uh um sister Semper, do you
4: have any announcements on um the um uh, uh, cemetery dues.
2: today is July the
5: first. If anything happens after after today is it's the five hundred dollar okay. fee. Thank you everybody had been informed.
4: And then um do do we have an update on the um Bible study books?
1: What kind
4: of book? I'm sorry, Sister Mitch, I'm in mean more generally to the, the family. I know if, if anyone knows if the Bible study books would come in.
5: The Sunday school books still have not come in. So we're not sure what it is. But so y'all, let's just be praying and we'll try to figure out what's going on, okay? Should, yes, ma'am. They probably, yes. if they classify
3: certain stuff as being non essential so that's probably they probably have them on back order. We um, at work a lot of supplies didn't come in because they put it as non-essential items. So we end up having to thank God for my husband. He had me stocked with plenty of gloves because if not, I wouldn't have even had gloves for work. Mm. So it's a lot of stuff that's on back order
5: that they could Classify as non-essential. Right, and we have to be prepared, too, y'all, you know, with the change in the world and maybe a lot of other things, too. So we yeah. just have to do what we do. And keep moving yeah. forward and stay focused. That's
3: right.
2: All right. Uh, Deacon Wade, uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, uh, did you uh, where did you get your uh this lesson? You got it, uh, do you have a commentary or anything? Uh,
1: I got it from uh. Brother Ray had his commentary. I got uh, the lesson from him. Okay. So uh, we what we
2: what we can do if uh Uncle Ray wouldn't mind on Sunday uh, Aina, if you all mind helping us out, uh, whoever, uh, just give us uh where the next lesson will come from and that'll help us until the commentary uh, runs out. How about that? Is all of us in agreement on that?
5: Yeah. Okay, that
2: sounds that sounds good. Good. Sounds perfect. Okay, yeah, so Sunday, uh, ask Uncle Ray to give us that scripture and uh, and the man, and the subject, and uh, y'all just write it down, and uh, someone, sister Mitchell, give it to me, and we'll just go from there, we'll just follow Deacon Wade like that. Amen. Amen. All
3: right. Yeah.
2: Amen. All right. Anything else to draw to our attention? I don't, I don't talk about press ham sandwiches and eating them. I eat and I'm hungry myself. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deacon Wade, I'll give you the honor. Go ahead and close us out.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord. That you allowed us to assemble ourselves. We know this is trying times, and we see it each and every day. Thanks, Lord, that you would guide us, protect us, and keep us. Keep us on the right path, oh Lord. These are so many blessings. We ask in your good and holy name. Amen. 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 Y'all be blessed. We're praying for you all.
3: Good night, everybody. Good night. Amen and good night. (laughs)
0: thank you for listening to this episode of the walnut grove baptist church podcast if you feel led to do so you can leave a gift at bit.ly walnutgrovegiving giving thank you so much and we'll see you in the next episode